Hi, it's Barry again, turning the page. Last episode, we talked about the need of a for a third place, a place where we could go to and um, form good relationships. I also think I need a place where I can go and I can feel safe. So many people have opinions and are really quick to share them. Actually, lightning fast, I think, to draw a conclusion and speed of light to share it. <laughs> and I've seen people just shrivel up and wither under the bombardment of other people's opinions. Something sort of seems to die within them. They become like, what, what <laughs> this is a big word, hydrophobic soil. All right, hydrophobic soil, hydrophobic. <laughs> and that's the type of soil that actively repels water. You add a drop of water to the surface and it just runs away and it isn't taken up. And I think for some people, you get to the point that you don't share anything because you know that what you'll get back will feel like an attack or a dismissal. Um, and I stress the word feel because it may not be an attack or dismissal, but you have had an experience so many times that now everything feels like that. So what's a safe place? Uh, I think it is a fortress where you can sort of hide away. Or is it, I'm just asking the question, is it a fortress where you can hide away and no one comes near? Perhaps it's a place uh, behind a mask of everything's fine. Everything's fine. Uh, Got to keep up with appearances. Or could it be a physical place where you know you won't be interrupted? You can hide away and be yourself, whatever that might mean for you. Is a safe place somewhere where you won't be asked questions? Maybe it's a kind of soul place where you know others will welcome you with open, non-judgmental arms and with a sort of a sort of gentle curiosity. How would you define a safe place? Now, when I hear the word safe, my, my mind often goes to the C.S. Lewis book, The Lion, the Witch and the Wardrobe. And in the story, some people are, some children are out on an adventure and they're exploring a cursed and frozen land called Narnia. And they're welcomed into the home of Mr. and Mrs. Beaver. Yes, Mr. and Mrs. Beaver. <clears throat> and learn something about the great king uh, called Aslan and that he is a lion. And one of the children asks a very fearful question about this lion. And she says, um, is he, he quite safe? I shall feel rather nervous about meeting a lion. And then Mrs. Bieber says, that you will, dearie, and no mistake. If there's anyone who can appear before Aslan without their knees knocking, they're either braver than most or just silly. Then he isn't safe, Lucy says. Safe, said Mr. Bieber. Don't you hear what Mrs. Bieber tells you? Who said anything about safe? Of course he isn't safe, but he's good. He's the king, I tell you. So, do you want safe or do you want good? We want safe first, but in the context of goodness going forward, is God safe? Is God good? And if so, then what is God good for? <laughs> James um, was an early church pastor 
and wrote these words to the little home groups of Christians meeting together in what we now call church. You must understand this, my beloved. Let everyone be quick to listen, slow to speak, slow to anger, for your anger does not produce God's righteousness. Quick to listen, slow to speak, slow to anger. And so here are some quick, some definitions from um, those words, the, the Greek. Quick is taxis. <laughs> it's interesting, no? Quick is taxis. It was T-A-X-Y-S. That's Greek words. And it means swift, speedy, without unnecessary delay. Interesting, isn't it? And then listen is akuro, and that's in the Greek, and which means properly, to hear. Figuratively, to hear God's voice, which prompts him to birth faith within. And that word akuro is the root term, root word for the English term acoustics. And slow, slow is bradys as in taking time to deliberate, a sense of being unhurried. Speak, talk, uh, lelio, talk, chatter in classical Greek. <laughs> but in the New Testament, a more dignified word, I speak, say. So does your church as such have good acoustics? Is it a place where there is quickened delight and listening. <laughs> it's a discipline, isn't it? A training ground, a practice to work at. It's the humility of listening well. Now, I fail at it constantly because my brain wants to fast. I want to fix, advise, save, or set straight. And using a taxi, in Greek, <laughs> I quickly resolve the problem and then move on to fares, fix, advise, save, or set, some, set straight somebody else. Somebody else. James wants us to slow, go slow, be unhurried in our conversation. Can I ask more questions? Gentle, open-ended questions, curious to know the acoustics of the heart of the other. To be a safe person and to offer a safe place is to slow down, be deliberate and unhurried in your conversation. Anything outside of this may come from and generate a place of anger. Frustrations leak out into the space and stifle love. Have I listened well? Often I'll ask these questions at the end of a church conversation because often when I'm talking to people, I'll say, welcome to church. <laughs> but often I'll ask these questions. What are you going to take away from our time together? What have you heard? What have you written down in your notebook that you can consider in, in, in unhurried leisure? Safe places and safe people ask good questions that may not feel safe at all, but they have a goodness flowing through them. Here's some questions. It's time we paid whatever price must be paid to become part of a spiritual community rather than an ecclesiastical organisation. It's time to build the church, a community of people who take refuge in God and encourage each other to never flee to another source of help. A community of folks who know the only way to live in this world is to focus on the spiritual life, our life with God and others. It won't be easy, but it will be worth it. Our impact on the world is at stake. Larry Crabb. Churches that peddle beliefs and belonging as a substitute for following the way are offering spiritual junk food. 
Beliefs and belonging are certainly tasty and they may temporarily satisfy some apparent needs, but they do not meet our deepest spiritual longings. David Benner No one person can fulfill all your needs, but the community can truly hold you. The community can let you experience the fact that beyond your anguish there are human hands that hold you and show you God's faithful love. Henri Nguyen Sensitive listeners respond to comments with words that convey an interest in hearing more than sentences that open the door for information. Words that open doors transmit two messages. One, I'm interested in whatever you have to say. Two, I'll, regard, I'll accept you regardless of what you say. It is you, it was Larry Crabb. It is usually most helpful to ask questions that are more about the person than about the problem. Parker Palmer. And there are questions which illuminate, and there are those that destroy. We should ask the first kind questions. Isaac Isidore Ravi. Questions. What would it be like to be listened into wellness? Two, why do you think we are quick to speak and slow to listen? When, number three, when have you listened? When have you been listened to at a deep level? Why was this significant? So that's our podcast for this time. I need a safe place. I think we all do, don't we? Hey, send me an email, barry at turningthepage.co.nz or leave a comment in this pod, wherever, you've, wherever, you've, wherever you are listening to this. <laughs> and I uh, would love to hear from you. And if you'd like to contribute to the financial costs of putting these things together, um, there's a link in the show notes. Okay, thanks. Bye.